Hello? One? Two? Is this thing on? Great. What's up? I'm Powerfuse, a retired goblin sapper in Warcraft Arclight Rumble. Someone paid me to tell you about this channel, Arclight Insights, and I never say no to money. These guys have podcasts, guides, interviews, PvP tournaments, you name it. <laughs> You've got what you need here. All those marvelous creations are engineered by the folks at the explosive Prisoners of War Guild. So, if you like their mumbo-jumbo, subscribe to the channel. <laughs> I did. I might even like it. Well, gotta go. Time is money, friend. Keep it real. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode 17 of the Arclight Insights podcast. I am Trixian, and we are joined today by Tap, Spanner, and Gora. How are you guys doing this morning? Oh, hello. Hello, Trixie. I hope you're well. Yeah, it was a much better week at work. Uh, it was much better because last week was a disaster. So I'm glad I feel more rested now, a bit more energy. And I'm very happy to be here, especially after this content patch that just came out. And uh, nice to spend some time with you guys again. Uh, I know that uh, Tapsnap is in the airport joining us today. Uh, hopefully this is a good time for you to come in. How are you, Tap? I'm good. We are going to get some announcements. Hopefully uh, Spanner can work through those. Yes, I am at the airport uh, coming home from Michigan. I actually got my uh, offer letter this week and put in my two weeks while away at training. So I got one week of work and then I start my new job. So hopefully uh, that goes by quick and I can move on to different experiences and growth. What about you, Gore? Yeah, my week's been pretty good. A tractor that I got bogged last week, if you guys remember that. We got it out this week, thanks to the weather drying out. Did good, got some work. All the jobs done that the boss wanted to around the farm, so that was good. I, I do like the energy behind at training for your current job and then putting in your two weeks while at training. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was that was pretty fun to get a message from my boss like, you sh You're putting in your two weeks? I'm like, Yep, all right. It was more to that conversation, but I won't uh go on with it. What about you, Trixie? How was your week? Yes, was pretty good. Um. I'm still playing a little catch up from my vacation, but I have some more time coming off. So just the circle of always behind. But thanks to the, you know, the Arclight patch that hit, uh, everything got a little bit better. So we actually have some fresh content this week. And today we're mostly going to probably be talking about the new patch. So since that's really what everyone's working through right now. So with the patch that came this week, it added a new game mode and added some changes to units and some goal adjustments as well. So I'm going to go ahead and for a minute talk about the new mode. Twice a week, two previously defeated zones will overload with Arclight Energy and create new challenges for you to overcome. With this update 0.9.3, also comes many changes to progression along with more, again, many tunings. So for Arclight Surge is what the new mode is called. Surges will create new map-wide changes like triple income or powering up your towers. Another set of changes to another section of the map will change the army you use to win. So sometimes they will give you their own preset build to win, which combines two different factions, so Horde and Beasts. Now you're getting to play both at once, including the leaders in the same game. And this will become your new primary way to earn coins in the game. 
in the bullets points on how the mode works is essentially two zones twice a week that last three days, Sunday and Thursday. Each surge will award 40 coins and is affected by the coin bonus from your arc-like booster. At each surge will alter the two zones. So one will be the special map Y modifier and the other will be replaced with the double pre-made army. And the XP you earn from the end of it will go to your currently equipped army. I didn't get this one immediately, the last bullet point, but it what just if you guys can confirm to me, let's say that I'm playing with, uh, I have Tyrion equipped and I just did a PvP match with Tyrion and he's still with Tyrion as my leader there. And then if I go do a search that is a mix of Horde and Blackrock, for example, and I win that uh, search uh, instance, the experience will go for to my Tyrion deck that I was yes. using in PvP. Is that correct? Okay. That is oh. correct. Just wanted to yes. confirm. Okay. Um, that's the end of match XP. So once you're past the first, once your minis are like sort of level five and above, it's not much of a uh, bonus really. The end of match XP needs some major adjustments or to scale with level. Okay, okay. I guess let's just go down and talk to everyone and just get a general idea of what you think of it. Not super in-depth, but just their face value. How are you liking it? What do you really like? What do you just really hate about it? So overall, it's good. Initially, I wasn't super keen on it, but that's just because the new game mode introduced a different way of playing that we haven't had to experience or deal with. So there's a little bit of a learning curve for that. But once you wrap your head around it, it's not too bad. I, I see it a bit like kind of the world quests in uh, World of Warcraft in terms of uh, things that appear in the map and you you need to go there to get some sort of rewards. I think there was a bit of a missed opportunity. They could have done it in, uh, in the style of uh, dungeon more or less. Since there are five bosses, you could have started with... Um, when you kill the first boss, you get like 30 gold. Then when you kill the second, you get more. And, uh, you know, just like give a sense of uh, progression uh, in the zone instead of just randomly kill five different bosses to have some sort of connection in between them as you progress. Maybe get harder and harder and get a bit more gold with each boss. I think there was a bit of a missed opportunity to do something a bit more exciting than just to kill the bosses singularly. I think the gold rewards are extremely good. I, I was actually surprised because initially I thought it was kind of a smoke and mirrors there in terms of the rewards but it's actually beneficial for the player so I had some fun it's challenges been a bit easy to be honest probably I was a bit lucky with the armies that I got but I beat them all pretty much one shot but uh, yeah I'm having fun what about you Tab? So, so far I've been really enjoying them. Um, at first I was a little turned off. I think it was the, the double army undead and beast. I wasn't getting enough anti-flying units. So I was just getting frustrated. But I really liked the dragon horde one where you can just sit a cobalt at a mine and it, you just you get an extra gold every second. That was pretty fun. I finished that one this morning. The only complaint i really have is i wish they would count towards the daily missions the for the tombs i know it's, it allows us for more playability but now you have those 10 plus the nine dailies you have to do a day i think it's taking up a little too much time 
I wish that counted towards our dailies as well. But overall, it's been really, really fun to play. I've, I've been enjoying the mode kind of around what you guys say. It started off a little rough. Just I think also we all believe it started a little rough because none of these units have talents. So we're playing things, expect them to be a little bit better. A lot of the units that we get just especially for that first week, we had to deal with a lot of beast units that really weren't that great for some of the maps. You know, you can't send spiders and chickens to fight anything flying. It just it's just sad. It feels a lot like we're kind of forced in a way just to throw units on the board just to survive until we can get to a couple better units just to win the level. I think if they had talents, it wouldn't feel as bad. I don't know if the units that spawn are a set order or if it's always different. I didn't think far enough in advance to check because I've already completed through all the levels. If they're a set, like they're always going to be the same. Maybe they're set in a way to spawn certain enemies against you. Maybe this could be almost like a puzzle mode. But like the actual concept of what they're trying to accomplish besides another thing to give us gold is a little lost on me. It's neat that they've shown they have the technology to put multiple leaders in a single team. That's very exciting for me. That's we're getting closer to doing some sort of all leader battle mode where you can just play leaders down, which could be a little fun. Some of the levels are definitely harder than others just due to the fact that you're getting very suboptimal non-talent units and they're throwing just good stuff at you, especially for some of the bosses that are a little bit rougher without units like the flight of the whelps when you're just getting a bunch of ground units and the whelps are just bombarding you. But other than that, it's a it's a nice little, you know, content update with something to do, something to get gold a little bit more consistently. It gives us more open quests that we can use for getting XP, which is really good to have at all times. So overall, I think it's a positive experience. So following on from Trixie's uh, points there, I do believe the army, so the two combined armies seems to be the whole roster from that family so every beast unit and one of the leaders will be playable so either hogger or chalga and not sure how the leader is selected it might be random not sure yet and then you get the second family to play with with one of their leaders the units seem to be in a order at least for the first part of it and then it might you might be able to sort of change who you get depending on who you place. I'm not too sure. We need to do some more testing on that one. So the first one was Beast and Undead combined. The rosters for those two families currently feel like they're lacking in ranged anti-air minis. So playing with those two families was a bit more of a challenge, especially I think for the current beta testers who've had the game for more than like a couple of weeks. It was a bit of a learning curve to use minis without talents and having so many choices essentially as you're playing with the whole family. Once we got past that learning curve, I enjoyed the game mode a lot more and I think it's actually a really good addition for introducing new players to the game to all the minis in the game so essentially where we've been talking about they need some form of way to like play before you buy this 
essentially fills that role perfectly. It will just take a few weeks for you to rotate through all the different families. That way you can play all the Blackrock and Horde, Undead, Beast and Alliance units. And you sort of get a little taste of each one and how they work and what they do without any talents coming into play. So you get to feel what their basic kit does. Yeah, I agree. So in this game mode unlocks at 22 skulls, correct? Um, yes, I believe that yeah, is Yeah, it's either 21 or 22, something like that, yeah. And Dungeons was moved up to 25, uh, which everyone should be able to get to 25 skulls on day one if they put a f uh, probably couple of hours oh, in. Easily, easily. Yeah, there shouldn't be no problem getting, at least if not on the first day, second day of playing. Yeah, so, um, so a few people, they have been asking for some sort of training grounds mode where they could test units before they purchase them. So this is a very good alternative, at least for the time being, for people to be able to test units they didn't have a chance to buy. So I think kudos for War Team for uh, um, having this idea. I think it's positive for the game, for sure. I also struggled a little bit with the beast part because I didn't have anti-air as well, just like you guys. But after that part, all the other encounters, they were kind of easy. Did you guys have the same experience? Did you feel that the dragon horde and all that, they become way, way much easier than the dead beast one initially? I think the, yeah, the beast undead combo uh, for the first time we got to play it was definitely going to be more challenging than say black rock and horde i think the issue is at the moment the families aren't completely rounded out so if we see a few more additions of minis into each family to round them out to make them more wholesome where they have a good mixture of melee ranged and flying i think it will alleviate some of the pain points that we saw mm -hmm. and then the other um, part of the new arc-like surge was the bonuses where you, uh, the enemy and you get like a map-wide bonus effect. So the first one I believe was Bloodlust on all minis. We place them down, they immediately gain Bloodlust and it will last until they die or you win the match. That was quite fun. I felt like my army just became super powerful with Drac because he already hits like a truck and you give him Bloodlust and it's just like, <laughs> watch the uh, enemy towers melt and then the uh, second one that we've played now is what's called dragon horde where gold mines refresh a lot faster uh, they refresh fast enough where you could have one cobalt on there and the he by the time he hits the mine three times and gathers one gold uh, another gold point node has already spawned back into that and uh, treasure chests as well not only mines yes that's right yes Essentially, if you have like a high cost army and you can secure one or two gold nodes and get a cobalt on each of them, uh, you can really make some like super high crazy cost wave like mini pushes. Imagine if you're playing with Sneed, you cannot even put the units fast enough, you're just gonna be capped all the time with gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would be. <laughs> yeah, the Dragon Horde one has been my favorite so far. For that, yeah, that, was, that was fun. Uh, it just adds a little bit of spice where it's like sometimes you wish I had more gold to play with to see how this really high cost build would work. 
and this provides that fun way of going a bit a little bit like over the top with your builds okay so i suggested there that there is some sort of progression in between the bosses in the zone to add some uh, depth to the surge in that area do you guys have any suggestions of something that you will do to make the mode even better do you have any talents. anything from top of your head talents i give them random talents just you know yeah i agree random talents you mean kind of like relics or or like the native talents of the of the native the, talents the oh, okay. so so like the chickens can be eaten by your other beast units i think that would have made that level a lot more survivable i like it without the talents you like Personally. to suffer <laughs> when when thinking from a new player's perspective and then they come in they try like the beast um minis and they might have you know you get like Noel and murlocs no 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 and a couple others baseline from when you start the game and then you um get to play with the other minis and if they had random talents attached you wouldn't know a certain maybe a new player wouldn't be able to tell that they had talents and which talents they were and then they could play that mini and think oh that's really strong then they buy that mini and then essentially because they have no talents for it yet it will feel weaker and then they could feel like a disappointment that they made a bad purchase that is true but that is true but at the same time you might get the wrong impression that the unit is too weak because it doesn't have the talent yet and it might stop you from buying a unit that is actually quite good. So it's, I think there's two ways to look at it, I guess. Well, the solution here is you make the first three missions have no talents and the second two on the map have talents. Or just randomly selected two of the missions out of the five will have talents attached. That's a good idea. That way you sort of get... And then the talents will always be different between the two missions. Or you could have three. Three of the five missions and then changes through the three different talents for each one i was very surprised that the all five levels were open immediately i thought i was like oh beat the first level you can go to the second one and you have upgraded units or a slightly better team or something like that i was surprised it was just yeah. go in there and fight good luck exactly trixie that's why i said there should be like some sort of progression in between the bosses then just that should, like a, like they do with hearthstone you know like there is some modes where you kill a boss and then there is a progression to the next one. You choose a talent or something like that. And 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 then your reward is maybe slightly better on the second boss and the fight is harder. I just think it would make it a bit more interesting because then people will start to discuss, oh, which which order of the bosses did you went for or something like that? Because it actually matters which one you're fighting first, which one you're fighting last. It just adds a bit more, makes it a bit more interesting, I guess. Well, they could do that with like, yeah, the family, two family. So you do the first two without talents, and then your second, or your third mission, you get first lot of talents. The second one, you get talent. The second lot, and the third one, you get the third talents. And that would sort of add in the choice, because then you'd be like, okay, which out of these five missions is going to be the hardest to do? Like, because you would have played those bosses you know, during your campaign. You could then be, okay, this mission's, like, I find it most difficult, so I'll do this later after the other ones, which are easier. That way I get my talents. 
random selected talents for the for that fight. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. That will be a good idea, I think. And that way, you sort of yeah, you get best of both worlds. I think you get to choose, you get to play the minis without talents. You get a taste for that. Then you get to play them with each of their three talents. So the only thing I would probably change about the game mode is what I discussed earlier is to allow them to count towards your daily as well. Even if it just counts as one, which I'll be fine with, I think it should. It, it kind of puts too much on your plate for a mobile game where now you have to do your nine dailies plus five, ten of these of the new game mode to complete them within two days. I just think it's a little too much. Yeah, having them count towards your dailies would be really nice. Just give it one. Like, that's more than enough. Because then you can do just those missions if you're short on time during the week. So for those wondering, there is a total of eight map-wide modifiers where you get a special buff for the five different missions to your army and the enemy minis as well. So they are Bloodsport, which is all minis gain bloodlust. Uh, Ding. Minis level up each time they are played. Dragon's Horde. Gold mines and Chesser Chess regenerate gold very quickly. Gilded Armaments. Kobolds gain 10 levels when mining gold. Minis gain 5 levels when opening a chest. Glass Cannons. All minis deal double damage and have half health. Overclocked. Triple income. That's the passive gold income is increased to 300%. Sapper time. A pair of sappers spawn at each base every 15 seconds. And the last one is Towers of Power. Towers and meeting stones are upgraded. So my question is, how are meeting stones upgraded? I was just about to ask that. <laughs> this, we're going to have to wait and see when this comes through. And we'll update you with actually what meeting stones are upgraded to. <laughs> it's got to be... Wow. It... Probably takes long. Once you take over a meeting stone, it's gonna take longer for bar to fill up when the opponent takes it. I I, I don't really know. I'm it's guessing like... more units will spawn or something. That could, yeah, that could work. Or it turns into like a Tesla tower and instantly like kills any low health mini that rocks up to it. Yeah, that that's fun. I I have an idea that this is all. A lot of these things I'm reading is is kind of like game modes that they are testing stuff they are testing like the. Upgraded towers, meeting stones, maybe with some effects or something like that. Um, this sort of reminds me of um, like Heroes of the Storm brawls that they had, where they just do something silly, like a silly, fun, over-the-top game mode, where like they had one where I was like, you all play the same like hero hammer, which is like a ranged siege tank, you know, and like yeah, just this feels sort of like that, where they can just sort of. Oh, we've got this cool, crazy idea. Oh, we'll just add it into Surge. And then we get something fun to play that's completely different and over the top too. Another thing as well I, I notice: Kobolds gain 10 levels when mining gold. Is it per node? Like, does it mean they could earn, they could gain 30 levels in one single location? And also, what is the cap for them if they are able to mine in different locations? So probably a you could take the cobalt to maybe level 60 or something. That would be crazy. <laughs> I don't see why not. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. It's like, well, some maps you get like three, two, two nodes in a lane or maybe three. I think it's, I don't think there's any three. 
The mission where you fight Rend kind of has a lot. Oh, that's got four, but the Cobalt will only get to two of those. It won't go to three. Well, the other one is the Harpy level, where it's two lanes, and there's, I believe there's two or three on each side. Two in each lane, two, two in okay. each lane on that one, yeah. So you could essentially, if they don't cap it, that's 60 levels on top of whatever your army level is. So you could just have the if you if you keep your cobalt alive and maybe drop a shaman with it to give it armor, <laughs> it turns into a mini raid boss. I read three of these eight uh, map wide modifiers greatly enhance need, which is the gold mines and treasure chests regenerate gold quickly. Uh, cobalt gain ten levels when mining gold and minis gain five levels when opening a chest. And the pair of sappers spawning every 15 seconds also benefits Sneed. So is this the war team trying to push us to play a bit more Sneed? What do you guys think? Totally. 100% Sneed bias at Blizzard. <laughs> it's a trick. Don't fall for I it. I think it would be funny to watch Sneed mine gold and get stuck there because the gold's respawning too fast. <laughs> yes, I was thinking that tap. <laughs> That's true, actually. He's just kind of good. <laughs> oh, good. It's a pity we just... Everyone's done Dragon Horde. Damn, I should have thought of Sneed. <laughs> and, and another thing as well. The, the Harpies, they mine so fast. They might be there just like a super fast gold uh, generating all the time in the same location. So oh, this will be crazy. Like, And then, because you get so much gold, you can play more Harpies faster on another gold location. So you get so much gold that you have no chance to even get rid of it. <laughs> well, I did test the Harpy one out today. They mine the gold, but as they fly away, one will respawn, and one of the har Harpies will go back to get to it. But the other two will keep going. So you'll end up having one Harpy sit there for one or two nodes before it can get away from it because it spawns so fast. It's still cool that you can have, like, two harpies mining one gold node while the other one's going off to get another gold node. Wow. So what is your favorite, guys, from all these eight map-wide modifiers? I like the kobolds gain 10 levels and the minis gain 5 levels. I think that's interesting one. It allows for a lot of strategy there. I'm really excited to see the meeting stone one. Honestly, I, I like them all. Like, they're all interesting and good. I did like, even though it's pretty generic, the Bloodlust one, I just felt like my... Drac, my main army with Drac, went from like A tier to like S, S tier plus plus plus. It was crazy. It was just like the biggest stomp for those maps that I did. I like the Dragon Horde, um, but I think the I think the one with whenever you play a mini, it gains a level will be really good, especially with Raptors, since you can play three rounds of Raptors. That's three levels pretty quick i think that would be fun yeah like a cycle build with raptors as your primary unit oh just as a side note speaking of um raptors one of the guild members posted a video of this week's dungeon where they got the bonus every time you spawn a beast mini you summon two raptors at your base and they also had the uh raptors in their loadout so they were able to spawn on what would it be six plus Six, so like 12 raptors at a time on the map. Jesus. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, there's a video up for it. Maybe Spanner can add it in for the YouTube one so people can see with it. The, 
with the talent that gives them uh, more damage for each raptor nearby. So they were doing 120% extra damage, all of them. <laughs> yeah, it, it was crazy. It was so funny to watch. And when I saw it, I'm like, oh, yes, you're a genius for thinking of this. I'd have to look back and see who posted that. But uh, it was so funny to watch. I'm like thinking, well, obviously, because there's so many minis on the map, the um, they've coded, uh, coded the engine well and the game well because it's like not lagging or wanting to crash mm-hmm. it all with so much happening on the screen. Phone gets a little crispy, but, you know, nothing you can do about that yet. Can you imagine uh, just playing vult- Vultures and Defiers <laughs> Bandits all the time, gaining levels? Uh, that that would be insane. Oh, can you... Oh, okay. And then chickens for snacks, so they can snack on them. <laughs> so um, here's a, we'll have a new challenge. So we had like a in guild with just a fun little challenge where who could get Thanos up the highest levels with by using spells. We could um, do that again for this game mode when it comes around. Oh yeah, for sure. I do have a question though about the. The chicken with their new their new talent. If a vulture eats one to gain life, do you get a vulture off of that? Oh, no, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Because it's enemy minis that die. Yeah, he's not an opponent, so he shouldn't come. Uh that would that would be a crazy combo. <laughs> self self spawning your own vulture army. <laughs> uh, yeah. By the way, when they say tower towers emitting sounds upgrade. Like, towers, is it just a level, or do you think they're going to have, like, AoEs and things like that? I, I imagine they'll have some weird effect or some gimmick. Uh, so, we also did get a list from Blizzard of the first five different combinations, uh, for those interested. So, the first surge was uh, army type was Undead and Beast together, and the modification was Bloodsport which was the Bloodlust effect. The second one is Beast and Blackrock, which I'm looking forward to. Actually, no, we had that one already, yeah. That was good. Blackrock provided much-needed anti-air. Yeah, that's this week. More ground-based units. And the modification for Dragon's Horde, which is the extra mines, gold mines and treasure chests. Uh, The third one is Blackrock and Undead. Again, that sounds pretty good. And the modification was ding which is the increased levels each time a minis are played so we better have a fun little competition next week the fourth one is undead and horde with towers of power so trixie you'll get to play with your meeting stone yeah. upgrade there and the fifth one is horde and black rock which should be really good to play with together i think and the modification for that one is overclocked which is the triple income so if you have a cycle build, I don't think your finger would move fast enough to get your units out. I do have an idea for a, a game, a, like an insert for this. An idea for future modifications. I would like to see one where, you know that level where whenever you play a unit, it spawns a copy of it? That would be a cool modification to add to the other levels as well. So... Whenever you play a mini, it would spawn a, a copy of that mini, but with like half health, half damage. Oh, okay. You know what level I'm talking about? The yeah, yeah, level. The, the sand one. Yeah. So the sand with the troll at the end, troll boss. Yeah, that would be a nice one for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that would work well. 
also going back to the towers of power the the upgrades could be maybe the rocket launcher towers and the the fire breathing towers from the dragon level maybe there yeah. could be the upgrade the rocket one is so it's so op those towers <laughs> especially against the cycle build or squishy minis okay so that's it for the surge mode for this week we will expand on it a bit later but the second part of this content patch was about features and systems. Player level will now increase per 20 mini levels instead of per 25. Common quests will cycle after 30 minutes from 60. Daily claim rewards now consistently grant XP tomes. Daily claim rewards now unlock at 6 o'clock, 2 p.m. and 10 p.m. Pacific time, changing from the previous times. The daily free gift now shows up once a day instead of twice a day, but it has varied amounts of uh, gold coins. It used to be a flat 20, but now you could have uh, different. I saw some 30 already and I saw some 50 reported as well, for example. Dungeons are now open Wednesday to Sunday instead of Thursday to Monday. So what do you guys think about these changes? Uh, great. I like them all. Uh, the player level increase from, well, it's technically a decrease, but it increases your overall player level. So before you need to get 25 levels to go up, of mini levels to go up one, like, player level, which then grants you more XP. And it's been changed to 20. So essentially this increases the rate you will gain XP and should help to flatten the peaks of being stuck through the campaign absolutely as as an example i went from level 51 to level 60 straight away so now i'm maxed and uh, this will help us to don't have such a huge collection of minis anymore because now you can max experience without having to buy all the minis and all the talents you can uh, focus a bit more now on what you actually want uh, which deck you want to progress. Trixie, any these features and systems you'd like to discuss? I think we got it down pretty well. I don't think it'll help with progression as much as you think, Gora, because you still have to have a ton of experience to level up. It's, it's a nice change overall. It definitely feels a little bit better to hit the higher level quicker, but I don't think it's going to increase pro progression. But overall, it's definitely a good change, especially the slight adjustment on dungeon timing. It feels it feels better because after you know the the standard WoW patch day of Tuesday. Well, it it will increase progression speed significantly. Uh, you will get to, let's say, you need to be army level twenty eight to kill Onyxia, for example. You're gonna get there like a week or two earlier than with the previous system, let's say. True, like you're gonna get like to unlock stuff a little bit quicker, but you're still gonna require a lot of experience on your units in general. Like it's oh, definitely yeah. quicker, but it's not you know rocket. It's just better From wheel. Fifty to sixty, it's only ten XP more. Because you only get one XP boost for player level. So if you went from 50 to 60, you're getting a whopping 10 extra XP. It's it's not as much as you, you think it is. Not so much that the XP that you get from 
each player level, it's the fact that you instead of having uh, say five minis at level five to get one level, you can now you only need four minis at level five now, and it should just help you. Like I know, remember getting stuck on the mission with the Hunteresses where there's three of them spawn on the right-hand lane and run down. And it should just help ease that, like where you get stuck during the campaign, that little bit more. I don't think it's it's not going to like flatten the mountain. It's just going to take the pointy tip off the mountain and make it a little bit smoother. Yeah, because is it uh, at player level forty? Is when you get like a huge diminishing returns in terms of the XP that you get uh, for each level. But up to level, up to player level 40, every player level you go up, it makes a huge difference. So with this change, let's say that we both start to play, I would get to level player level 40 before than it was with the previous system. And I think this makes a huge difference. I guess time will tell. because I think we all have a little bit different like view of how quick this change will actually affect us. Maybe with the next beta wave, we can get some people to see how quick they actually go up compared to what we were going through. Top, do you want to expand on any of these features and systems? The only one that I... Uh, I like them all, and but the one I like the most is the dungeons changing the days. I think Thursday, I mean, Wednesday through Sunday is better than Thursday through Monday. I... I didn't understand that timeline when they when they had it. At Wednesday through Sunday feels much better because you're going from the end of the week to the beginning of the week. So it's you're actually it feels like you're you're going into the weekend with it instead of having it like half and half. It's I don't know. To me, it just feels better. I, I yeah, I agree. It does feel better the timing Wednesday to Sunday now. Let me ask you guys, maybe I'm just being a bit fake here and not getting something obvious. What is the reason why they cannot have the dungeons seven days a week and then as soon as one finished, just activate the next one? I'm not sure on that. And I did have day off last week or the week before. I think it was a Tuesday where I only went into work for two hours and then had to finish for the day because of the wet weather and we just had no jobs to do while it was raining. And I came home and I was like, oh, I could do my, oh, wait, I can't do my dungeon because it is just closed. I was like, I could have just sat down and, you know, tried to see how high I could get that week in that dungeon. And I couldn't because it was closed. So I'm not sure all the reasoning why it's closed for three days a week. Probably they want you to make sure that you're doing other content, not just sitting on the dungeon all day. Yeah, but the dungeon will only give out rewards as you clear it and... There's going to be a point where you hit a wall. They think, and I, I'm going to agree with this, that people are dumb and they'll just sit there and get frustrated in dungeons all day. So this kind of forces them to do other content and not just get mad at the dungeons. Yeah, that's a good point. The other thing might be they might be leaving that time open for the uh, what they call the raids. Like when the rain raids come out, maybe they're leaving that time frame for the raids. So the dungeons and raids don't overlap. But that would mean that people didn't raid during the weekends, which will be a yeah. bit bad. Yeah, I'm just saying they could they could leave they might leave a gap mm-hmm. for something. I mean, there's like there's gotta be a reason. But for the player base, I don't I don't see any positives because it means that like Goret just said, he was off and he couldn't actually do the dungeons, and maybe that was the best day of the week for him to actually complete them. 
but there has to be some sort of benefit there that we are probably not aware of it just yet. I think Trixie's point was pretty spot on there. It forces players to not just beat their head against the dungeon wall. I don't know about other players, but when I get to, let's say, level 27 and I know I cannot kill it, I just go do something else. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do that know. too. <laughs> I'm not going to be there. If I could get getting experience doing quests and PvP, why would I be there wasting hours trying to, to kill a level that I will eventually kill easily as I level up my army in a month or something like it? So I don't know. <laughs> Unless it's some sort of guild challenge. Like, let's see who is the first one of us to kill Dire Maul at level 30 or something like this. But apart from that, I don't see a reason for it. And for those that... I was just going to clarify with the uh, daily claim rewards now consistently granting XP times. Uh, it was XP times and gold, but the gold has been moved to the Arclight Surge mode, just for clarification there. Which also will mean we get more XP times now, so that should increase our leveling speed a little bit more. And just to clarify, this uh, common quests will cycle after 30 minutes from 60. Does this mean that every 30 minutes they have a chance to auto-upgrade to rare or epic? It, am I reading yes. this right? Essentially, yeah. I've, I've okay. think I've found, like, if I, you know, log in after quite a few hours, there's normally a blue or epic quest waiting now instead of a green. So uh, that is a nice change. But I guess Spanner doesn't know that because I'm pretty sure he plays War 24-7. Yeah, uh, on, on multiple accounts as well. So. You ever run into yourself in PvP? <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Oh, that's that's a good point. If if I was a cheater, I could do that. I could play against myself sometimes. No, I can't because I can only be logged into one battle net at the same time, I, I guess. Ah! <laughs> just it's just a it's just a sixteen person PvP tournament, but just Spannard playing himself. <laughs> I wouldn't do it anyway. I even ask. Oh, by the way, for the people out there with better, uh, just a side note: if you go check your conquest campaign, you will see that you have the ability to kill certain bosses again and get tomes of experience. Yeah, go go back to your lower levels, and you will see that you can get those tom tomes of experience again usually on the last boss of the, the areas. And also, after you get those tomes, you will also be able to, again, kill the boss with different armies and collect gold again. I wasn't sure if this was kind of against the... How, how would you say? Against the spirit of the game. So I, I have asked on Discord, and one of the developers gave me a green light that we can kill those quests again, and it's perfectly fine. So if you notice that, just go ahead and get those rewards. Uh, you will not be judged for it. Your account's going to be wiped anyway, so it's yeah. not like you're so getting that So the reasoning advantage. behind that was they just adjusted some of the rewards, and to obviously make that happen, they had to reset them for all players. Uh, so it essentially just helps everyone get a little bit further ahead with the extra gold and XP in Tesmore stuff, so it works out well. Another small change we want to just get into this week is an adjustment to how the Arclay Booster works, which is kind of nice of a change for blizzard so from them the arclick booster will now bank equivalent bonus gold or earned from campaign and conquest missions and grant them in addition to the base offer upon purchase so essentially if you get the game you're you're you know, a little on the fence about it and you play it for a while say like, wow this is really fun i should have bought the arclick booster at the start because now i'm way behind on money 
you buy it and you get all that gold that you would have earned, which is a super nice change from Blizzard. And there's a small developer note for people who already bought it. There's no way to retroact this change. So everyone who'd already bought it was just given a thousand gold, which is, a, a, you know, a nice, fair compromise, especially since it's, you know, still a beta game. And there's one point in there. It's like uh, coins earned from the arc like surge mode do not bank the bonus coins. Yes, that is true as so well. Just like to keep in back of your mind there if you're on the fence about purchasing the arc like booster or not is probably make your choice not too far in past the surge modes when you're playing them is it is an extra takes yeah. it from 40 gold to 60 gold yeah it's essentially the campaign that has all the changes and once again if you plan to play this game long term i'm sure that every single member of our podcast uh, strongly suggested to get the arc light booster if you are in a position to to buy it because it will help quite a lot uh just like to point out they didn't uh say that there's anything about the xp being banked so that's 20 percent with the bonus xp that's so i imagine point. it's a little harder to bank xp mechanically but gold is way more important because uh, xp you can just play a bit more gold is kind of is uh, capped so yeah the gold is the one that's gonna hurt you a lot if you if you miss it yep so they fixed that which is really nice to see maybe there will be like a big uh counter under the arc like booster on the store page where it tells you how much gold you've got banked to entice you. Oh, that'd be Yeah, fun. you know, it's like, oh, up to 5,000 gold. Ooh, wow. Mm, I could buy 10 talents with that. Yeah, that was a very, this was a very clever thing to do for them because it's, it benefits the player base and it makes it more attractive for people to spend money on that product. So whoever came up with this idea, well done. I think it might have been a suggestion from one of the community members like a while ago but it's probably something they've also been thinking about i'm guessing so uh before the podcast started core and i were talking about the timing of the the beta uh release the update it kind of seemed like as soon as the ios players lost the ability to play they were like "Uh oh we need to do something and it was released within what less than 24 hours after uh, us iOS players lost the ability to play. Do you think it was planned for them to release it, or do you think they pushed it because of what happened with the iOS players? I think it was designed to come out sooner, and it got delayed, and then it got to the point where it's been so long without patches, iOS had just lost access. So, and they kind of maybe pushed it a little early. I guess if we get a small change patch to update some bugs or some weird mechanic soon that might alleviate to that more but i definitely think it um this was a patch we were supposed to get a little bit sooner yeah i think it was obviously it seems like science happened uh from the different blue posts and no news and then getting patched a bit later than what they sort of indicated and then it coming like within 24 hours of the ios beta uh finishing to re-enable it, essentially, from what I can understand from that, how test flight works. It seems like they're like, okay, we need to have a patch at this deadline. And they met it, so the iOS players who are not even out of the game for less than 24 hours. So Let me ask you something. I'm sorry if this was mentioned anywhere. Do you guys have a new date for this one to expire? I think it's the same 90 days. Okay. 
Let me open up. Let me just open up that slide real quick. Yeah, it, I, it put eighty-eight days when I downloaded the new update. It put yeah, I'm at eighty-three days now onto the account. I seem to remember that uh, the Legion patch cycle was around the eighty-something days. Um, I remember watching a while ago episode from Taliesin and Evertel uh, where they were talking about the patch release cadence and Legion and how everyone loved it because they everyone knew the patch was coming X amount of days after the last patch and it happened the whole way through the expansion. Well, if we get something before the end of the year, I'm happy in any sort of part uh, talents or co-op mode or something like that. Yeah, some new talents would be fun. Christmas hats on the cobalt. <laughs> Tap has a fascination with that. Sorry, guys. So that's all we're going to talk about today. Next week, we're going to take a deep dive into the patch notes themselves because there's a lot of changes to leaders. There's a lot of changes to units, and some of them are a little more exciting than others. But that will wrap up today's podcast. Is there anything anyone wants to add here at the last moment? Looking forward to going through the rest of the changes next week because there's... Um... Changes being made to some of the minis, which really give them a new, extremely tasty flavor, I reckon. So, looking forward to it. Thanks, everyone, for listening this week. If anyone that has bad access or not have any questions about the content patch, please let us know in the comments, and uh, we will do our best to find the answers for you. And I uh, just want to say hello to everyone in the guild and wish everyone a great week. I'd like to thank everybody for listening this week. It was a good week for us since we did get a patch and this should hold us out for a few weeks for the podcast to come. Please uh, let us know, like Sam said, let uh, any of us know if you guys want to hear anything different or have us talk about some things. Uh, we all appreciate you guys listening and supporting us. Sorry, just before going to Trixie, I just want to say... Thank you so much for Tapsnap for the dedication, for going seven hours earlier to the airport just to make sure that he could be here with us in the podcast. So I salute your dedication, my friend. Yeah, thanks for that, Tap. I know it's not, f- I know it's not fun sitting well, in an airport. You. The only way I got through it was uh, alcohol. <laughs> Straight to the bar. <laughs> yeah, there's no uh, restaurants or bars in this airport. It's, it's kind of small, oh, so... Horrible. Yeah, no... Uh, morning drink yeah shout out to tap snap for absolutely confusing the person he's sitting next to with these just nonsense ramblings yeah i had to move three times and people every time i start talking they just look at me i'm like so yeah yeah thanks for tuning in again everyone and hope you have a great week yep thanks for uh coming out this week to listen to us next week we will again be taking that deep dive into the patch notes so buckle down because that's gonna be a long one